from NPR and WNYC, coming to you from beautiful Brooklyn, New York. It's NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia. Ask me another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now, here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, Ophira. How's it going? Good. You know, I was thinking about you because I was remembering that you said that, uh, you know, in the summer, the worst yeah. thing you can think of in the heat is having to put on a suit. Yeah, it's true. It's a bit too too restrictive for the for the hot weather. Yeah. Have you thought of uh, a kilt? Oh, a kilt as my summer a uniform. Kilt. A kilt. I, I see it around Brooklyn and I think, yes, yeah. a male alternative. I mean, it feels like... Oh, boy. It feels like it's probably great, right? I've never worn a kilt, but... I, Why not? I, I think the main reason is I'm afraid that I would like it too much. I mean... <laughs> That's a good reason not to I, do something. I have all kinds of things like that. Uh, yeah, I feel like, what if I got a kilt, and then it was like the greatest thing ever, Yeah, and then I had to be kilt guy. Okay, so you know, let's let's not haha skirt around it. It's so <laughs> but seriously, like why not just wear a skirt? Right. I'll tell you if you're I have a good friend and uh every year for his birthday he has a dress party where everyone must wear a dress. Yes. And I went to that party. Yeah. And I put on this dress and I wore it at this party and it felt fantastic. I look right? first of all, I think I look pretty good in this dress. I do not imagine anything different. But it was great. It felt great. And I agree. Like, I, I wish I wish that I had the guts to walk around in a skirt or a dress all the time because it feels very comfortable in the summertime. So if I would, could I, if I just add to that, um, I would say in my entire performing career, I have always worn heels and mm. often they are either gold or silver. Yeah. You can have a show shoe. Show shoe. And then recently I was like, oh my goodness, I have to walk up and down off of a stage. I'm going to put on my sneakers. Yeah. Yep. And you know what happened? Nothing. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these last few shows that I did, I, I, I've been wearing these like dumb dad, you know, running dumb sneakers. Dumb dad. Running sneakers all the time. And I, I had the same thing. I was like, I'm, you know what? I'm not going to bring a show shoe on this trip, and I'm just going to wear these sneakers on stage. Yeah. And know what happened? What? I got called out. Somebody <gasps> was like, why don't you put on a fancy shoe? No. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. You can wear your dad sneaks to this show. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. My dad sneaks in a t-shirt. Today's show is 100% Frentestant fun. We have two returning contestant pairs. First, from the podcast Love About Town, Kenise Mobley and Rohan Padier are back. Last time they joined us, they made the mistake of being super, super smart. So this time, we're throwing one of the hardest games we have at them. Plus, the hilarious hosts of The War Report, Shalewa Sharp and Gastor Elmonte, will once again join us to use their signature strategy of scrutinizing every word, of every sentence, of every clue. So let's get to it. Kenise Mobley and Rohan Padier co-host the podcast Love About Town. Kenise Rohan, welcome back. Thank Hello. you. Hello. Yay. Hello. So, uh, yeah, let's catch up. Let's catch up because last time we talked, different world. We were, <laughs> it was not <laughs> yeah. that long ago yeah. in a different world. Okay, so first, Kenise, at the time you were at a writer's retreat. I was. was How fantastic. was it? I wrote a pilot. It is a very dirty pilot. Uh, Rohan has read it. Some of my friends have read it. Mm -hmm. And they just giggle and blush. I'm biased because Kanisa is uh, one of my best friends in the entire world, but it was really, really good. And and it's dirty. It's a dirty that I've never seen on TV before, and that's why. I love it so much. Without giving it away, can you just give me another detail on how it was dirty in a way that you've never seen before? Because oh, that's okay. pretty interesting. Well, we're all aware of sexting and what that is. I sure yes, yes. Yeah. okay. Well, I've dot I, dot dot yes yes. <laughs> <laughs> and. Let me be clear, I am not a sexter, but mm -hmm. Kenise is. And <laughs> the messages, the dirtiness of those messages, I mean, 
I had to, you know, have a dictionary to look up what some of those things were. <laughs> that is incorrect, Rohan. I, this is, no dictionary was necessary. You are a very smart man. You would have figured it out. Okay. But the thing is, is why I liked it is because there are people who are doing this for real, like Kinesis. And they, yeah. those, people need, those people need a voice. They need They do. A, they need to feel seen and heard. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the representation that I'm working on. None of yeah. my other demographic info important. Don't care if I see myself, someone who looks like me. All that's garbage. <laughs> Do people on TV sex the way that I sex? And that's I am right. aiming to be the change that I want to see. That's wonderful. Okay, Rohan, you you were talking about that you had started a relationship. Uh-huh. And we just took our first vacation together. That's where I'm coming at. Oh. Well, where did you go? We went to Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah, great. That's an uh, awesome so place. We stayed with a couple of her friends, and it was very, very nice, and it was very fun. Uh, hung out with Kenisa's sister. Oh. Also. Mm-hmm. We had a fun hang. Rohan and, and my twin sister are now friends in their mm-hmm. own right and don't mm-hmm. need me around. They'll just <laughs> hang out with each other. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were a twin. Did that? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, oh, okay. <laughs> Identical twin. Kenise, do you and your sister do the, like, I was born first thing? Is that a... She was born first by a minute. It was a C-section. So she was technically born one minute before me. And Mm -hmm. because of that, she got a bigger groom growing up. She always was like, I'm claiming middle child privilege here. Simply because a doctor was like, oh, there's a jumble of limbs. Let me yank this one first. So... (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, that is the most beautiful and descriptive childbirth illustration Jumble ever. Jumble of limbs. Jumble of limbs. Let me get this one. All right. Let's play some games. Uh, we, uh, we have some fun ones, as you know. So let's, let's, start with the, let's start with the easy one, shall we? This is an audio quiz called Coming in Hot. We're going to play you the first second of a popular song. And you have to guess the song or artist. Oh, okay. okay. Is there, are there extra points awarded if you know both? I just want to make sure. I love that you said that. I love that you said that. <laughs> there weren't, but now there are. Okay, yes. I want to I beat yes. Rohan if possible. That's <laughs> that's the important underlying thing. Okay, okay, yeah, right. Okay, let's keep track. Usually we don't, but you know what? Let's keep track. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> okay, here we go. Rohan, you're up first. Okay. Here you go. It's been... Oh, that, that's now, that's a, this is a classic of, of our, my childhood. It is, uh, Bare Naked Ladies, and the song is One Week. Yes, uh, and yes, and woo. yes, woo, and that woo, woo. one second contained more story than a lot of things I've read and watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well done. Oh, man. All right, Kenise, here's one for you. Okay. I know that that is from The Lion King. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know Elton John is on part of it. Yeah, Elton, yeah, Elton John. John. That's Elton John? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Elton John wrote that. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> he sat down, pen to paper. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that's fine. He speaks whatever language that is. Is it a language? Yeah, he speaks Zulu. Zulu. Yeah. Zulu. Is that what it okay. was? Okay. I didn't know what language it was, and I was about um, to sing, and I was like, this is going to be bad. <laughs> is it Circle of Life? Is that yeah, the name? Okay, thank it. God. Oh. Mm-hmm. I need to know it because that was truly the only representation of uh, Africa that I saw as a child. So I sure, technically have to know. For that reason. Yes. yes, absolutely. All right, Rowan, this one's for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the bang, bang, na, na, yes. na, 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 Yeah, bang, that's right. Na, 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 na. Great. Um, is it like, it's like a bunch of people, right? It's like Three. Ariana Grande and like Nicki Minaj and a bunch of other people. <laughs> uh Jesse J. Jesse J. I know Jesse J because I like that song a lot. It's on several of my playlists. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's part of my, I have a playlist that's called Rom Com Self Improvement Montage (laughs) because it's what they play during the montage when someone's like, I've turned my life around. And you know what? It's time. Yes. Yes. (laughs) All right, Kenise, here's another one for you. We go together. That is Sucker by the Jonas Brothers. I don't care that, for me, they came out when I was older. So for me, it's children's music. That song's a bop. (laughs) Yeah, right on. (laughs) Okay, just to let you know, right now, the game is tied. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Rohan, this one's for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you know that's what... (laughs) 
heaven. Heaven's a place on earth. Yes. It's not like Belinda Carlisle. Yes, is it? it is. Oh, it I, is. I won't let you say not. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is Belinda Carlisle. Oh, it is. That okay, is, okay, that okay that's Belinda who it Carlisle. is. Okay, we're getting into 87. And let's let's just be clear that um, once you hear that part of the song, you really have heard the next four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. It's just that repeating over and over. All right, last but not least for you, Kenise. Some. Um, I know it's Smash Mouth. Uh-huh, that's um, right, that's, that's right. Yep. Somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. Yeah. You got to get to the chorus. You'll yeah, get there. Yeah, yeah. All-Star. Yes! Oh, my God. What a great job you did. This is this is going to reveal too much about myself, but uh, I have a, a little. I'm going to call it a bit that I do with my girlfriend, where oh boy. Uh, I will like look her in the eyes and I'll just be like, you know, babe, I love you so much, and I'm so happy that I'm with you. And then I'll go to my Spotify and I'll play this song and go to kiss her. <laughs> <laughs> and, but let's just pause. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Next question. How does she react to that? She's like, ugh. No, at the, well, she laughs now. <laughs> and she, she laughs knows now. And now. Now. She know, now she knows it's coming, so she'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, here we go. <laughs> so uh, there, was no, there was no competitive moment there because you both did equally well and yes. basically are yes. at a perfect even tie. So we'll mm-hmm. find out what happens maybe in the next game. Coming up, we'll play another game with Kenise and Rohan. But before the break, I have an announcement. Tickets to our finale taping at the Bell House have completely sold out. So we have decided to add a bonus penultimate taping on Wednesday, August 11th. And tickets are on sale to the general public right now. Audience members must be 21 years or older and show proof of vaccination. We'd love to see you there because... That's seriously it. There are no more days left for us to add. So you can find more information at nprpresents.org. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. Support for this podcast and the following message come from CJO. A mindful, sustainable home brand, Seijo creates bedding from performance materials to contribute to healthier and more restful sleep. Whether you prefer the soft texture of French flax linen or the breathability and heat dispersion of eucalyptus bedding, Seijo has something for every type of sleeper. Seijo is offering a 30-night risk-free trial so you can try out their bedding. Visit sijohome.com NPR for 20% off of your first order. Good question. That's a really good question. It's a great question. This is free therapy. Thank you for asking me that. God, that's such a good question. That's an interesting question. But what Fresh Air interviews are really about are the interesting answers. Listen and subscribe to Fresh Air from WHYY and NPR. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thanks, Jonathan. We're playing games with Kenise Mobley and Rohan Padier, who host the podcast Love About Town. Are you ready for another one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Last time you were here, you totally blew us away by knowing things like the exact year sliced bread was invented. (laughs) Just to be clear, we weren't even asking that, I don't believe. It was just extra information thrown in. So uh, we looked on our puzzle shelf. We are going to give you the hardest game that has been sitting around for us to play. This is called Culture Math. Okay, you're going to work together on this one because a lot to think about. We're going to give you an equation. You're going to tell us the result. Okay. For example, if we said the number of feet in a mile times the number of miles Vanessa Carlton would walk so she can just see you tonight. Mm Mm-hmm. You would answer 5,280,000, which is a product of 5,280 feet in a mile times 
A thousand miles Vanessa Carlton would walk. Okay, great. My mother is a mathematician, or she (gasps) majored in math, and she's like always tried to train me in math. Uh, So I'm just looking forward to disappointing her entirely. Let's see Yes, my my mom (laughs) has a PhD in biology. My dad has a master's in engineering. My brother has a master's in engineering. They are all incredibly good at math, and I am about to... Uh, disappoint them tremendously as well. <laughs> All right. Here is your first one. How many numbers you pick when buying a standard Mega Millions lottery ticket? Plus, the what? value of the winning lottery ticket in In the Heights. Oh, Denise, we watched In the we Heights. We did watch. We went to the theater to watch In the Heights. Okay, okay, so I have purchased Mega Millions, but I always do the quick select. Uh, that selects it for you. Is it one, two, three, four, and then a fifth special one, or is it one, two, three, four, five, and then a sixth special one? Rohan, what are your thoughts? Okay, so I think it's six, six because special. one, two, three, four, five plus the sixth special one, and then the lottery ticket I believe was ninety thousand dollars. I think it's ninety six thousand dollars. Ninety six thousand dollars. Okay, it has to rhyme. It has to like hit the ninety six thousand. Like it's. Oh it's, yes. Yes. Yeah, you have to imagine right. Lin Manuel Miranda saying it, and I don't think <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda would just say ninety thousand. He'd add yeah, an extra yeah. syllable in there. No, you're right. You're totally okay. right. Okay. So we've so got love six. this ninety six thousand and six. Yes. Wow. Beautiful. Uh, wow. <laughs> My uncle um, scratched a lottery ticket and won $40,000. Whoa. On a scratch off. Yes. That's I will, so but I will uncommon. Also, yeah. tell you this he bought about 40 lottery tickets a day for 10 years. Okay. Oh, there you <laughs> go. I'm serious. So go. he simply <laughs> broke even at <laughs> best. Yeah, uh, exactly. Every yeah. time I'm having like a super lucky day where I just feel like everything is working out, that yeah. is when I go and I buy a lottery ticket. And I have won like $2 at the most, but I just keep them as like a memento of like, wow, you are feeling really great today. And so I just have like, Somewhere in this desk is a stack of lottery tickets. Oh my god, that is that that's is the awesome. cutest. That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that's so uh, nice. <laughs> All right, here's another one. The number of queens on a chessboard times the number of queens played by Olivia Coleman on screen. Okay, this is fantastic. So we've got her as Elizabeth, right? So that's yeah. one. We and have her in the favorite as queen. Right, the favorite. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's two. Um, I feel like simply every British actress is like required by law to play several queens. Has she played a queen in anything else? I those are the two that I. Those are the only those two are that the two I two knew. That you know. Okay. And then there's the one queen on the chessboard. <laughs> what do you mean there's one queen? <laughs> oh, two queens. Oh, I was like, geez. what are you talking about? There's two. There's, there's two, of course. Um, crikey. Okay, do we want to just add another one just in case, given the breadth of all British actresses? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we've got three times two, six. That is correct, yeah. <laughs> what's the third one? Yeah, what's the third in? one? Yeah, so Queen Elizabeth in Hyde Park on Hudson, Queen Anne in The Favorite, and Queen Elizabeth the second in She's The really Crown. She's really doing it. Wow. Okay, how many denominations of bill are there currently issued by the U.S. Federal Reserve, plus the number of billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. So there's three outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Three billboards, okay. Okay. All right, and then so there's the the $1 bill. Okay. There's the $5 bill. Yeah. $10 bill. There's a $20 bill. There's a $50 bill. There's a $100 bill. Do they they make a $1,000 bill? I'm going to say that they do. I keep every $2 bill that I find um, because they no longer put them in circulation. Yeah, yeah. So okay. no, that's so, not one of so, them. So seven. Okay, so, so we have seven plus three would be 10. 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's 10. Yes, it's 10. <laughs> yes. Uh, and wow. you know, you, you did it. You got it right. But let me just tell you that currently in circulation, $1 bill, $2 bills. What? So are, $2 bills are in circulation. Currently issued by the U.S. Federal Reserve, two dollar wow. bills. Then I'm yeah, not man. keeping them anymore. They're useless to me. Yeah. Well, they're. I mean, they're worth two dollars each. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're worthless. They're actually worth two dollars. Yeah. Uh, right. And then five, ten, twenty, fifty, and a hundred. Oh, and I guess so yeah. that's a thousand one. Yeah. Currently, nothing bigger than a hundred. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I'm just imagining like mob movies or when they're like showing large amounts of cash. I now, know. All those amounts are much smaller in my head now. I'm like, wow. So those are hundreds at yeah, best? Yeah, that's not a lot of money. Huh, that's nothing. No. That's not a lot of money for that crime. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Now they just 
Venmo and like emojis to yeah. you know a little a kitchen knife and a sad face and they're like oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a horse's head and a bed and then a Venmo. <laughs> All right, this one this one might be hard. Okay. The total number of rings of power mentioned in the opening poem of Lord of the Rings. Okay. Divided by the number of rings in the Olympic logo. I think there's five rings in the Olympic yeah, logo. Yeah, there's five there's rings three in the on top and two on bottom. Yeah, 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 you're right. Of a different color. So we have five. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're dividing the rings of power. So there's one for man, <laughs> one for elves, one for dwarves. There's, of course, the secret ring that Sauron made that rules over all of them. But I feel like there's another group in there. A uh, ring pop. Have you thought about that? How dare you? Okay. <laughs> These are rings of power, Rohan. Take it seriously. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> Uh, it's like a very dramatic, he's like doing this very, it's, now I watch it, I'm like, this is over the top. But in high school, I was like, this is cinema at its finest. Um, so <laughs> I think there might be five rings. I don't think they're okay. going to give us the challenging math of having to divide four mm-hmm. by five, which would be yeah, four totally. fifths, I guess. So let's go with one, because it's yeah, five one. and mm-hmm. five. Wait, shoot. Uh, you, were, you were right about the Olympic ring. Uh-huh. No! <laughs> But there are actually, no. there's no way you would know this if you didn't remember the poem in your head. There are actually 20. No. That's too many rings. I yeah. agree. So here's the poem. Three rings for the elven lords under the sky. Seven for the dwarf lords in their halls of stone. Nine for mortal men doomed to die. One for the dark lord on his dark throne. So oh, it's total 20. So 20. So Nine rings for mankind? That's, I know. Yeah. That's too many. They didn't all come into play You in wouldn't the movie, even be able so, to remember you know. everyone's name. That's I ridiculous. <laughs> All right, let's try this next one. Okay. Okay, the number of planets in our solar system, not counting Pluto. Yes. Okay. Minus the number of planeteers in the cartoon Captain Planet. Okay. Okay, I'm fairly certain that there are five in Captain Planet because four of them made sense and one of them was land. Yes, it's earth, wind, water, (laughs) fire, heart. What the freak is heart? (laughs) What is heart? Boo. Okay, yeah. so we have eight planets minus five equals three. Oh, that was too yeah. easy. That was too yeah. easy. Well done. I remember the kid being like, earth, wind, water, fire. And then the guy was like, heart. I was like, heart. heart. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. Didn't he have like a pet monkey or something? I yes, was like, I was going to say the monkey mm-hmm. doesn't count. <laughs> I feel like they always do that. There's the four obvious ones. And there, and then there's the one like comic relief guy who's got a pet monkey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, this is the last one. You guys have done really very well. I mean, ridiculous, ridiculous. Uh, Thank you. A a master class. In advance, I I give you an applause. A a digital applause and a real one in my my room here. The number of seasons of Survivor divided by the number of seasons in a year. Uh, So there are four seasons. There are four seasons. Okay, so they're like in, we're in like the 30s of seasons of Survivor? No, it's 40s. In 40s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. It's like above that. It's a lot. Yeah. I'm going to say that there are 44 seasons of Survivor. Oh, the the blink that she made. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. No, no, no. No! Crikey. Okay. No. Maybe there are in the 30s then. All right. Do we want to split the difference and say like maybe there's 40 seasons? Yeah. Let's say there are 40 seasons. And then divided by four, we could do 10. Yeah. I feel feel so bad if it was was the other one. No, no, no. Let's let's do that. I like that. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I clearly am just, I'm just guessing. I I am just astounded. Uh, Once again, you have found your way to the correct answer. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well done. Just like amazing. Uh, I am thankful. I am in awe. And uh, you made it super fun. So great job. Well, thank you. Thank you, Afira. Thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, you guys are great. Kadis Mobley and Rohan Padier host the podcast Love About Town. Thank you so much for joining us. This is such a fun game. Uh, yeah, big fan. This is okay. so much fun. I love yeah. this. Returning friend testants are about to join us. They're here right now. Shalewa Sharp and Gaster Elmonte host the podcast The War Report. Shalewa, Gastor, welcome back to Ask Me Another. Hey, thanks for having us. <laughs> was good, was good. Thanks for having us. <laughs> so last time we talked, a few months ago when we had you on the show, you know, we were talking about your podcast, The War Report. How's it going? 
Oh, uh, it's going fine, although it seems to have uh, become a place where we keep track of um, odd things. Odd like things. We are, we are very on top of billionaires going to space. Mm. Yes. Well, it uh, is a hot topic, let's is. be honest. Um, I'm not entirely sure why that seems to have become so important to us. I don't even like space. So We're billionaires. Nah, yeah, I definitely don't like billionaires. <laughs> I've also uh, been very touched by the uh, outpouring of support I've received uh, by our listeners uh, to show my calves more mm. uh, this coming summer. I, I realized recently that it's a, a point of uh, pride. If you got good calves, I didn't know that. I thought it was Yo, a joke. My wife huge. was playing on me. I've been covering them up for 38 years, but they're coming out, you know, this summer. You don't see them. You got to let them it's out. You got to let them dogs out. <laughs> I didn't know. I got to tell you, by the way, if anybody wondering, uh, the key to my key to great calves is just I wear Timberland boots all year long. So, <laughs> so you're always working them. Great workout, you know. Summertime, I'm on the beach still, Timberland boots. Yeah. You know, so. You don't see them, but trust me, they're getting, you know, regular calisthenic workout. All right. You know what? Let's let's do, let's chat some more. Let's do some games. Shalewa Gastor, are you ready for some games? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. It. So this first game is called Who Owns What Now? <laughs> Thanks to late stage capitalism. Many companies own other companies, brands, or things that you might not expect. So we're going to give you a statement about our corporate hellscape, and you just tell us if it's true or false. That's it. Okay. All right. You'll take turns answering questions. Here we go. Shalewa, if you ate too much at the Cheesecake Factory, good news. The Orange Theory chain of high-intensity interval training fitness classes is owned by the same parent company. Is that true or false? Oh, wow. That's wild if true. Right. Um, <laughs> what, a, what a racket. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, though, I'm going to say that is false because I feel like workout oranges would have hit the scene a lot sooner just based on how long we've been gorging ourselves at Cheesecake, Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake <laughs> uh, Well, it's actually true. What? <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, guest tour. Thanks to this company, you can get moist lips and a gleaming white toilet. Famous bleach maker, the Clorox Company, also owns the Burt's Bees brand of beeswax-based lip balm. True or false? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh... It's got to be true. I feel like those chemicals, there's overlap in those chemicals and stuff that, like the supplies, I feel like that's a two for one. Yeah, it is absolutely true. Oh. Clorox bought Burt's Bees in 2008 for almost a billion dollars, in part to diversify into green products. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's real. Right? That, that belly laugh is absolutely correct, Shalewa. Oh, Shalewa. Yes. Mars Inc. makes M&M's. And mm -hmm. Snickers, but mm -hmm. if you're sick of eating human snacks, they also make Pedigree and Whiskas pet food. True or false? I'm going to say that's false. It is true. What? It is true. <laughs> that's right. Mars Incorporated bought the Calcan pet food company in the 1960s, and since then, Calcan has been rebranded to Pedigree for dogs and Whiskas for cats, uh, and Mars Bars also owns... Uh, let me see, Yukonumba, Iams, and other pet food and pet care brands. You know, that's why I stopped <laughs> eating combos, because it looked like a branded dog food. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, those are definitely totally looks like a dog up. snack. You're right. Yeah. I loved it, but I let y'all hold on. Like, I'm yeah. eating this to Fido. It's the same factory. It nah, is. Man. Yeah, it's definitely a snossage. <laughs> all right, Gastor, the toy company Hasbro is committed to fun for all ages. Until recently, they owned Death Row Records the 90s label that released Dr. Dre's The Chronic and Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style. True or false? That can't be true. There's <laughs> nah. Oh, you telling me Suge Knight got punked by the owners of, like, Barbie and, like, Monopoly? Nah, man. Uh -huh. No way. No, Suge Knight wouldn't let that happen. I'm going to go false. Uh, I appreciate your desire for it to be false, but it is absolutely true. What? Yes, everything you love is ruined. That's right. Suge! Death Row filed for bankruptcy in 2006, and ownership changed hands a couple of times, and then its last owner was sold to Hasbro. 
That is actually great news. Um, if Hasbro really wanted to like get in the game, you know what I mean? Some crossover, yeah. some crossover. Yeah, just some great like mix a mixtape based board game. Yeah. Or you know where you have to walk around the block selling your <laughs> your your CD. Yeah. Um, that would be fantastic. Uh, patent pending. Hasbro, call me. <laughs> All right, Shlewa, if you're traveling. And love Ikea Swedish meatballs. Why not get them to go and bring them back to your Moxie Hotel Room? Created by the parent company of Ikea, the chain has locations in North America, Europe, and Asia. True or false? Hmm. Well, let's see here. Okay. We got the Ikea. You know, I worked for Ikea for two weeks. What happened? Uh, Well, it was an Ikea that was preparing to open, so I put together a bunch of beds. Uh, and then I got a job where I didn't have to put together furniture. And I went, huh. I'm going to go there. I'm going to do that. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's true. It is true. What? Yes. All right, Kester, this is the last clue. True or false, Jeff Bezos bought James Bond. All right, so I think he wants to be him so bad. So I'm going to go with, yeah, like he wants to own the rights to that. Like this reminds me of like Kramer when like he sold his story uh, to that dude from the the catalog and he became that guy's story. On oh, Jay, Jay Peterman. He, Jay he Peterman. sold his story yeah. to the Jay yeah. Peterman catalog. So I That's think right. this is this is Bezos buying the Bond story so he could say all the stories like it was him. Uh, that that makes perfect sense. And you are correct. In May of 2021, <laughs> Amazon announced it is buying MGM for eight and a half billion dollars. MGM owns 50% of the James Bond franchise. Want more Gastor? Extra Shalewa? We've got it. After the break, I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. Support for Ask Me Another and the following message come from Hotwire, helping savvy travelers find a hotel they love for their budget. So how do they do it? Most hotels don't reach full capacity every day. Hotels could deeply discount unsold rooms to leave less money on the table, but they are reluctant to offer deep discounts because it impacts how travelers view their pricing. So to create a win-win situation for hotels and travelers, Hotwire partners with hotels to reach fuller capacity by negotiating exclusive discounts that are passed on to travelers. When searching for a place to stay, you choose your room based on location, amenities, and rates, and after you book, the hotel name and address are revealed. By keeping the hotel's name masks, Hotwire lets you explore four-star luxury hotels for less and helps you find upgrades like king-size beds or access to a spa while staying within your budget. When you're ready for your next trip, see what's out there by downloading the Hotwire app. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thanks, Jonathan. We're playing games with the hosts of the podcast, The War Report, Shalewa Sharp and Gastor Amante. All right, let's go to your next game. So this one is a little bit more challenging. So you're going to work together. This is a game called Body of Work. Mm -hmm. Every answer is the title of a movie with one of the words replaced with a rhyming body part. So, okay. for example, if I said, in this Christmas dramedy, Dermot Mulroney brings Sarah Jessica Parker to meet his family members who won't stop fighting over who will inherit their heirloom femur, you would answer, the family bone. Oh, wow. That's because I clued the movie The Family Stone and also the word bone, which, of course, rhymes with stone. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Prince is a musician trying to make it big, but he keeps encountering obstacles like a CAT scan that reveals the soft, nervous tissue inside his skull is turning lavender. Oh, yeah. No, that's easy. 
Okay. You got it, Gastor? Not at all. Uh, is this like real Prince? Is he? Yeah, yeah. Movie so I don't know about? this this is Prince, right. the one we know and love. Not at all. I'm, okay. I'm so lost right okay. now. Okay. It is the answer is Purple Brain. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. All okay, right. I'm there with we you. go. Now, Purple yep. right. Brain. Right. <laughs> purple Brain. <laughs> kind of works great. That's fire. I dig that. <laughs> all right. Here's another one. Okay. Al Gore's documentary paints an alarming picture of climate change, including the consequences we'll face if we forget to floss the giant molars growing from the polar ice caps. Oh, right. Yes. How about Gastor? I know Al Gore did a documentary. Yep. Uh -huh. right? Remember the name of that documentary? The, was this like I made the internet Al Gore? Like, no, was that no. Was, this was or... different Al Gore. Yeah. This is, okay. this is We Need to Save the Environment. Al That's Gore. right. I know he stopped wearing ties. That was the Al Gore <laughs> era right. we're talking about. Tyless, right? Tyless, Tyless non-presidential Al Gore. Al Gore. That's right. And to be fair, this was like in 2006, I, All I right. believe. I, yeah. uh, I think I got the answer. Okay. What is this? Is it an inconvenient tooth? That's right. An okay. Inconvenient Truth was the name of the movie. And then a, a giant molar, a tooth, Inconvenient Tooth. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Clint Eastwood directed this somber 2003 movie set in a Boston Irish neighborhood where three childhood friends investigate a mysterious two-lobed organ that excretes bile and seeks spiritual truth. Got this one. Okay. Yeah. All right, Gastor. This is... Uh, Mystic liver. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Beautiful. Fire. Beautiful. Back in the game, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Big flex. All right, this coming-of-age tale from 1986 follows four boys who head into the Oregon countryside and discover they're being followed by an endocrine organ excreting hormones, making them realize that the scariest thing of all is puberty. Hmm. I think I know what the movie is. Okay. But now I'm just trying to think of the body part. Who, who's in this movie? Oh, this is... This uh, Will is Wheaton, River Will Phoenix. Will Wheaton, River Phoenix, uh, Corey Feldman, uh, mm -hmm. Jerry O'Connell, Kiefer Sutherland. Wow. Uh, Look at John. you go. Yeah, I saw this movie in the theater at the time, like, maybe five times. Yeah, yeah. five dollars then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was... <laughs> And I, it, of know. course, it like I'm sure, Shalewa, like you and me, it mirrored our coming-of-age tale of Absolutely. all of our friends getting together mm -hmm. and stumbling across a dead body. Right? Absolutely. That, that happened oh, to all us. All the time. Yeah. All right. the time. That's mm -hmm. why That's what I went for, to point out all the factual errors <laughs> of what it's actually like <laughs> to poke a dead body with a stick. Um, okay, so I, I'm trying to think of what... Uh, oh, what I... gl gland by me. Yeah, gland yes. by me. That's correct. Okay. I was going to say stand by knee, and I was like, wait, Ooh, I don't think a knee I has like that. Does not excrete hormones. Yeah, it, it shouldn't be excreting hormones. If it is, <laughs> go to the doctor. Yeah, word to the wise. Yeah. If your knee is excreting something. However, when you're in puberty, it feels like they're coming from it's everywhere. It's coming from all which way. Yes, fair. I swear to God, I've been so nervous that the front of my knee has had sweat. Yeah. Where you're yeah. just like, oh, the Absolutely. back of your knees sweating? No, no. Have you ever had <laughs> the, front the, of my knees. The, the front of your knees? <laughs> pouring. Pouring out of the front of my knees. All right. I think this one is a little difficult, but you tell me. Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer star in this 2000 supernatural thriller as a couple struggling with demons real and imagined, eventually realizing that the true enemy in their home is a haunted caboose that just won't quit. I only know that's the lady from that played Catwoman, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's the lady. Okay. That's right. That's the lady. I'm, try I'm trying it. I love I'm that. Yeah, I'm good. working my way through this my way, Sha. Right? I love it. Yeah. I love no, it. that's good. That's no, good. That's great. You start with okay. what you know. That's right. Yeah. So that, okay. That's Catwoman, and that's the dude from he was like the yeah. hero in all the old movies. Right? Indiana like, Jones exactly. and Catwoman in this 2000 supernatural thriller. If you don't remember that movie, we can give you the name of the movie. It's it was sort of a it's a great movie, but I feel like it sort of ignored. Uh, yeah, sort of got dissipated into the yeah. ether. Okay. The name of the movie is What Lies Beneath. Is it is it But Lies Beneath? You yeah, bet it is. Oh, you yeah. bet it is. What dies? What dies? What dies? What dies beneath? Yeah, that's pretty that's good. Great. That's good. All right, this is your last clue. Okay. In this rom com, Kate Hudson is given an amazing journalistic opportunity. Seduce Matthew McConaughey and drive him away in little over a week, or else her editor will steal 
one of the organs that allows her to see. Oh, how to lose your eyes in seven days? <laughs> how to lose like an eye in ten, in ten days. days? Yeah, that's okay. it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, you know what? I would watch that. The, finally, a rom-com with some stakes. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Everything exactly the same. Somehow you still work in the magazine industry, all of those things, but mm-hmm. you may lose an eye. But you, you may lose, lose an, an eye. eye. Unless you find the one. I like that. Yeah. And as a, as a single person out here, it really does, stakes do feel that high. They really do. <laughs> I feel like uh, I'm gonna. Right. I'm definitely gonna have an eye patch before I find the one. Have you thought about? Have you thought about starting to just rock an eye patch? Possibly, but I need to also know that they'd be okay with two eyes. Right. Yeah, that's true. Then, you, know, you reveal on the third date, you're like this eye patch. I'm is sorry, fake. it's just it's for fashion. I I need them to be wary but okay. We're playing games with Shalewa Sharp and Gastor Almonte. Are you ready for one last game? Oh, absolutely. Let's do it. Okay, so you're in luck because Jonathan Colton is going to sing you the clues in this game. So a bunch of fast food restaurants use the word supreme in their menu items. Mm -hmm. And also, everyone loves Diana Ross and the Supremes. So we have combined those two wonderful things in a game called Supreme Supremes. Yes, we have changed the lyrics of songs by the Supremes to make them about famous fast food chains. So just identify the fast food chain I'm singing about or the title of the original song that I'm parodying. And we should say, technically, not all of these fast food chains have menu items with the word supreme in them. This is just a tenuous connection that we used as an excuse (laughs) to do this game. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Here we go. And you can work together on this one. So. Got a crunch wrap supreme and a gordita. Crunch got extra sour cream. That's my hangover brunch. I'm hungover. Well, um, <laughs> that is, okay. great. Well, that is well. something. Yeah, uh, Gaster, do you know what restaurant that is? Of course, it speaks to my heart. Taco Bell, Taco right. Bell for mm-hmm. sure. And, yeah. and that song was Stop in the Name of Love. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Okay. Well done. All right. All well right. done. Yeah. You know, people complain that everything on the Taco Bell menu is basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. But don't you think that's the genius? Yeah, yeah actually. Yeah. The things they the empire they have built <laughs> with right? with corn chips and tomatoes <laughs> and a wilty lettuce has yeah. been <laughs> fantastic. I love seeing people get mad at Taco Bell, like this ain't what I ordered. Anything is what you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just take it out of the wrapper and put it in a different wrapper. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> just turn it inside out and eat it. There, there you go. You're good. That's who you were. You wanted a spoon or something? I don't know what yeah, exactly. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right, here's another one. Add some Heath and Oreo and PB cups and cookie dough. Then show me its thickness. Flip that blizzard upside down. Okay, the song is Keep Me Hanging On. Yes. That's right, yeah. Do you know what restaurant that is, Gastor? Uh, I want to say Sonic? Mm-mm. Dairy yeah. Queen. Dairy Queen, yeah, that's yes. good. Yeah, okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people don't know there are burgers at Dairy Queen. I know, brazers, but they yeah. called them brazers. brazers. Yeah, yeah, they painted on the grill lines and everything. Like, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 I always it's thought real. it was pronounced brazier. I always found that confusing. <laughs> well, when you, get, when you get two of them, that's what yeah. it's a brazier. Yeah, it's like, why would, I get a, why would I get a brazier at Dairy Queen? <laughs> it's, the, it's another Gotta, cup to hold all the ice cream. They turn the bra upside down. For the down. milky cups. May, I, I'm sorry I made that joke for the milky cups. I, I take it out. Uh, I'm definitely going to take that out, yeah. But it's not an NPR friendly. <laughs> it's just biologically true. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here, here's another one. Okay. Uh, the double double does it for me And there's a secret menu you see the Fries are so so Unless they're animal style Get animal style 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Layla, I appreciate how you are at least 10% offended at the end of each one of these. No, because I, uh, right where you stop is when I'm like, oh, yeah, no, this could go on for a while. Oh, wait, no, stop. Also, wait, huh? What happened? What, you know, is the song uh, Come See About Me? Yeah, you got okay. it. That's right. right. I just yeah. need to make sure I know these Supreme songs or else... My, the spirit of my mother is going to be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> like, I drilled these into you for your yeah. whole childhood. Yeah. How are you not knowing any of these song titles? Do you know the restaurant, Gastor? Yeah, this is uh, In-N-Out. In-N-Out Burger, that's right. Have either of you ever gone to In-N-Out Burger and tried to order anything, like, not on the menu? This whole secret menu all right. I, oh boy, at the risk of upsetting the kind of people who get upset when you give your <laughs> opinion about fast food. Yeah. I wasn't necessarily, I had a simple cheeseburger and was not impressed. Hmm. Ah. So I was like, why do I want to see what they're doing, what they're freestyling? If they can't, <laughs> they can't nail the they classics. Can't nail like a basic cheeseburger. And then the fries I thought were not good. I, I'm just not, a, yeah. I'm not big on the in and or out of it. All right, here's another one. Mm. Colonel, Colonel, where did the bread go? Double down as chicken. Where there once was a bun Also Colonel, Colonel, Colonel Who's playing you though? It's been Norm and Reba It's kinda creepy but fun Now that could be a full song. There are a lot of things. <laughs> we have a lot of questions for the Colonel, I feel like. A lot like. to yeah. talk about. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I, like, you know, I know this is a game, but like, Jonathan, this is a new career direction. I mean, you oh, thank you, heavily. thank you, thank you very much. Just and do this exclusively. Just do uh, parodies of Supreme songs. Listen, yes. man, I want to put it out there. You know, you never know when you find your light in life, you know? It's true. This is it. You know? That is true. This is, this is your purpose. This is what you was put here for, you know? Right here, your Wikipedia page will say this, like, oh, right under controversies. Yeah, yeah, that, no, that's my favorite section: personal life and controversies. <laughs> so KFC and where did our love go? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. And my roommate said you'd take a frosty and you dip in a fry. Wow, this combo's delicious. Then again, we're really high. Mm. Well, I can say that my sister does not get high, and she loves to dip her fries into her frosty. <laughs> oh, there you go. You don't so even need really want to enjoy this. You don't this even treat. have to. Yeah. You don't even yeah. have to. I like mm. mayonnaise. I'm not going to lie. I do like fries and mayonnaise. So it's just yeah, the, like, I mean, the sweeter, smoother version. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how they market it, but maybe it's how they should. Yeah, just the Frosty alone. It is the sweeter, smoother yeah. version of mayonnaise. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do you like mayonnaise? <laughs> well, Would you like like a whole cup of it if it was sweeter and smoother? Yeah, I'm going to try that tomorrow at the corner store. Yo, Ock, let me get a Sausalito cheese. Put some Frosty on the Hero, too. You know. Frosty on the Hero. Oh, my goodness. So, good old Wendy's. Uh-huh. And, Wendy's is correct. Uh, yeah. Oh, and you can't hurry love. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Oh, thank goodness. I got I got a, I got my uh my McDonald's to take off 10 cent uh off of the price of the Sundays because they stopped giving out the little packet of peanuts. And I was oh, yeah. like, you ain't announced that. Like there was no commercial yeah. saying the peanut packet ain't coming no more. But I'm still paying previous pricing as if the peanuts are coming. Because yeah. so, you got to go out and buy your own peanuts and crush them up yourself now. Exactly. The, Ex yeah. And it's not just money. It's time. You know? You think that's, crushing peanuts? That's the important thing. Yeah. That's my life thing. That's right. You know? And but what they, reason did they give that they just stopped it? You know, I was saying this to the local guys. So I was like, listen, I understand y'all got to do business. You're saving, you know. But to me, right now, mm -hmm. I made the order at the menu assuming peanuts were coming. I'm here exactly. expecting peanuts. Not only am I not getting peanuts, all I'm asking is to be compensated, not just for the lack of peanuts, but for the emotional distress mm -hmm. of not having the peanuts and having to explain to my kids why the peanuts <laughs> that I'm now crushing 
are far too salty for their Sunday, but it's all we got. You know, it's all we got. That's right. Yeah. Yo, real talk though, McDonald's needs to work on their menu. I get angry because like the four nuggets is a dollar. Yeah. But the twenty piece is five twenty nine. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, you know math. Like, you know you could just add the four four dollar five times. You know, is this like an upcharge because I'm insisting on the cardboard packaging? Like, why why are you doing this to me? Yeah. So, yeah, I I've had this debate many times with the various people at my McDonald's. I really want to go to a fast food restaurant with you and have you make a big stink. I want to see it in person. I think No, you don't. Fun. You think you do. <laughs> you think you do. I can tell I'm undefeated, Jonathan. I can tell you that. I believe it. It's worth it. Well done once again is what I have to say to you both. Shalewa Sharp and Gastor Elmonte host the podcast, The War Report. Such a pleasure to have you on again. Thanks Thanks so so much. much. Thank you. That's our show. Ask Me Another's house musician is Jonathan Colton. Hey, my name anagrams to Thou Jolta Cannon. Our games were written by Carol Lee, Kara Weinberger, and senior writers Camilla Franklin and Karen Lurie. Ask Me Another is produced by Nancy Seychow, James Sparber, and Ramel Wood, with Gianna Capadona and our intern, Zach St. Clair. Our senior producer is Travis Larchuk. Our senior supervising producer is Rachel Neal. And our boss's bosses are Steve Nelson and Anya Grudman. Thanks to our production partner, WNYC. I'm her ripe begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. Welcome to the end of the podcast. So just a reminder that we have added a penultimate Bell House taping. It's on Wednesday, August 11th. So if you missed your chance to join us for our finale, there's another chance. Jump on this before it sells out. And ticket information is at nprpresents.org. Next time on Ask Me Another, we revisit one of our favorite live shows. From Raya and the Last Dragon and Crazy Rich Asians, Aquafina recommends the best public restrooms in New York City. And RuPaul's Drag Race winner, Sasha Velour, tells us about the incredible final lip sync that snatched her the crown. So join me on NPR's Ask Me Another, the answer to life's funnier questions. <laughs> <laughs>